On this episode of the Double Teamed Podcast... Wait, what? Yes, that's right, everybody. We're doing a special feed drop of one of our sister podcasts. Yeah, sister podcast, for sure. Because they're sisters. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, exactly. So this is a sister podcast of ours from our network, the Pleasure Podcast Network. We're going to play you a little 10-minute preview of one of their episodes to see if it might be something you want to check out. And it is by two sisters, but they're also our podcast sisters. Definitely. The Double Team Podcast is on a mission to bring awareness to non-monogamy, kink, and sexuality, and help make these taboo subjects more understood and accepted by younger generations. Cami and Nikki love to get honest and vulnerable with their listeners, discussing their experiences in open relationships, dating, dominance, and submission, and sex parties. Find them anywhere you listen to podcasts and across your favorite social media platforms. Now let's check out their episode. In other news, what else do we have to report? I miss kink. Yes. Oh, we okay, we can jump right to that. That's going to be fine. I was going to say, <laughs> wait, what was your news? No, we can talk about the Q&A we did later and when we do listener questions too. Okay. <clears throat> so, I miss I- kink too. We both miss kink. And I mean, I was like looking through our episodes because I'm like, oh my God, have we not talked about kink? We have because like, I feel like we still get elements of kink. Like when we go to sex parties and we do like some, you know, light impact play or when we go, I guess maybe, would that be it? That's it. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's that's usually usually when we get our impact sessions out is at sex parties. But like, I miss the power exchange. Uh, for me personally, like, I think the reason why, you know, I haven't really kind of like been focusing on it when I ended, well, when my doms and I decided to take a break and then I think it kind of just transitioned to a like, now we're just friends situation. The the loss of that relationship was, I don't think it hit me until later, but it was kind of substantial for me or at least for my kink journey just because like those were two people that like introduced me to a lot of different things in kink you know they were the first people that I tried knife play with they were the first people that I did um shibari suspensions with they were the first people that I did you know electro play and like all these things with and so and power exchanges in a more formal way and in a public way. I remember, you know, my male dom, there were a few times when he did performances at Bar Sinister here in Los Angeles. And I would kind of be like his submissive assistant alongside my female dominant. So that was the first time that I'd ever like subbed in front of other people. You know, sometimes it was like a room of like 100 to 200 people. So I, I had a lot of kink first with them and it was like very exciting and very explorative, like so fulfilling, everything that you want kink to be. So I think the the ending of that relationship has like been heavy for me in regards to like my kink journey, just because I had a lot of trust with them. Uh, they were both professional dominants, like they knew what the fuck they were doing, you know, and they taught me a lot. And really opened my eyes to like a lot of different things that I want to continue to explore in kink. And so ever since that relationship ended, I haven't really looked elsewhere because in a way it's kind of hard to believe that like anyone else will live up to the doms that they were. That's true. Wait, I have a question because you brought up being a sub in public and I want to know something. This is a good topic, um, a good offhand topic while we're at it. Sure. What did you like being a submissive in and withholding or and holding that power exchange in public 
I did. I will say it's very um, exhibitionist, mm. which I I actually enjoyed being exhi- like an exhibitionist in a submissive way more than I do in like a sexual way, if that makes sense. Like if people are watching me have sex at a sex party, like uh, my exhibitionist is not like turned on. Mm. If that makes sense. However, if I am submitting in like in a group or even like being a dominant, because I've had that experience before as well, I am more of an exhibitionist in that headspace. Okay, I think I would agree with you because like for example, when I that one time I performed at a sex party where I had a dominant a female dom and then I had a male sub, I liked it purely for the exhibitionist aspect of it like people watching me get flogged or watching me dominate my sub same whenever we performed yeah sing them together when we got exactly flogged. yeah and then but for example one time at a sex party i was being tied up by a, a male dom and he and we and he was kind of you know enacting power exchange and it was like a very, and, and that, and then I remember someone like walked up because he was tying me up in Shabari and we were doing the power exchange thing. And then someone walked up and was, and like was asking him like a few questions and stuff like, and then regarding me and that part, I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I like this as much because it wasn't like for a show. It was like a moment we were having and then someone came and entered. But then like, for example, the last sex party where we performed, and then afterwards where I was um where I was being tied up by the female dom in the spider web uh shibari display mm-hmm. like it was really hard for me to I was like fighting going into subspace I I could feel myself going into subspace but I was like fighting it because I Why? didn't I didn't want to go into it in front of people really yeah interesting I'd also never been in a power exchange with a female before. So that was a little interesting for me. I still liked it, but I don't think it was really a power exchange. I think it was more of topping. It sounds to that me. That is true. That it is sounds true. to me like you like bottoming in top in, or you like bottoming in public, but you don't like submitting in public. Correct. I, w- I would say that. And then I was having a discussion with one of my friends from New York. He's actually a listener. If he's listening to the pod today, hi. Um, anyways, he was telling me how he went to an event in New York, um, where he, he loves being a submissive Mm -hmm. and that was his first time submitting in public because it was at an event. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, I didn't like it that much. And I was like, I totally understand Mm. because see, I liked it. I, for me, I feel like I need to explore it more because like, for example, when I was, the sub to the female dom and then I had the and the but I was dominant to the male sub like that was totally for performance so it wasn't like a true power exchange so I think you're right maybe I am more just like I like bottoming and topping in public but for like true power exchange I prefer that to be in a private intimate session which I think is fair because like for a lot of people, the power exchange is a very intimate experience. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I was discussing with my friend is like, like, yeah, it is an intimate experience. So if you don't, if you don't like being submissive in public, like I totally get it. See, for me, like the times that I was submissive in a public setting, I think it, um, it was always with my male dominant and basically we call it it, like full protocol where and so we had kind of our own what do you want to call it we had our own boundaries rules like outline etc for for full 
or well, I don't know if it was full protocol. It was like maybe like seventy five percent protocol. It was like it was like partial <laughs> protocol. Like I, they had terms for it, but now I can't remember. I have to go back and look through our text thread, like because there's full protocol, but then there's kind of like a couple levels before that. Mm. So it was we'll we'll just say it was like protocol where it's kind of like a step above submission, maybe in the sense that like it's very it's it's much more strict and in this situation it was like public but i felt very comfortable with him and like i wanted to like like i wanted to like be a good submissive to him so i i would do it for that regard and like Mm. my focus was like making him look at as a dominant and being a good submissive to him in a public setting so that was always my main focus so i didn't mind it however i could see that like it really depends on like the the public the the dynamic the the crowd the public setting etc um and also you know kind of like the relationship with that dominant because like you know say for example like you do a a power exchange with someone that you're relatively new to and you haven't discussed what happens when someone comes up and they ask you know something like if they want to do something to you which i've seen that happen before it's like you and your dominant need to discuss that beforehand so you know like yeah am i because you know he's hating doing power exchange with someone you just met at an event is very difficult it's very difficult to do but also like you know how like he they can't hand the keys to someone else if y'all haven't discussed that already yeah. so there's there's a lot of different faucets to that but yeah but anyways they gave me a lot of experience as a submissive and i i hope i made them proud and i also hope you know that i can continue to like grow as both a submissive and a dominant but i just i haven't put a lot of focus on it in a long time because i was kind of like allowing myself to mourn that relationship a little bit and also like kind of sitting with like the feeling like I said earlier just I'm not really sure if I'm ready to like trust anyone with the with the dynamic of a power exchange Mm. it's so one of my one of my partners expressed that he wants um to explore more BDSM actually is Jordan you know we did an episode and in the episode he talked about wanting to do it more so and so like we've had some discussions around it and maybe about how to be more intentional around exploring BDSM um, but one of my other friends with benefits, surprisingly, even though he has zero experience with power exchanges. Wait, who? Really? Oh, him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, him. I and- love that one of our listeners said that because I did on that when I was questioning everyone about merch because I didn't realize that like we said that a lot until, yeah, until, he, he mentioned until someone was like, <laughs> wait, who? Oh, him. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Anyways, so we've never really explored power exchanges and or really like a lot of BDSM, but primal play comes very natural to us. And I did ask him one time if he would be willing to tie me up and restrain me and then like bite the shit out of me. I I could see four, four, four. (laughs) I could see y'all doing that for sure. So and he when I asked him if he would do that, he said he would be down and it was something that like he does the the biting because he knows I like it. According to him, it doesn't really do anything for him, but he enjoys that. I enjoy it, uh, which I found that surprising, to be honest. He's a little bit of a selfish lover. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I'm going to I asked that a while back um, and we just haven't really explored it yet. So I'm going to revisit that with him and see if he'd be interested in trying it out. I would say because I like even though. I was just going to say, like, I, I trust him, you know, like we've we've like I, I trust him to if I do the power exchange that like and I, and I give him clear instructions beforehand on about how to go about this, that he would deliver. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm just guessing. But I was going to say for 
my journey in kink. I mean, I, so I, I had a daddy for a while there and we were exploring kink while also exploring a relationship. And I've talked about this many times, but you know, he was very much a partner that I was very on and off with. And we de-escalated to not having that dynamic anymore. However, however, we still, I don't know, in time, like throughout the two years that we were on and off, like we still kept my pet name, which was LPM, (laughs) you know, and I still called him daddy from time to time. And we would still explore slight power exchange. And through my journey in kind of trying to heal past things that I need to talk about and, you know, a lot of the reasons why I went into therapy, through all of that, like, I'm not saying I, like, lost interest in power exchange kink because I definitely didn't, but it definitely became harder to explore when I needed to get better at enforcing my boundaries and learning how to say know and speak up for what I want before, you know, I could continue a power exchange with someone. I think that's fair. So I think I've been deconstructing a lot of my people pleasing um, characteristics that I used to have. So am I ready to have another daddy? Not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know that I'm ready to have another dom either. We hope you enjoyed. You can listen to Cammie and Nikki every Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts. You can check them out on their social media as well. So you can find them on Instagram at Cammie and Nikki, C-A-M-I and N-I-K-I. You can also find them at Double Teamed Podcast or on TikTok at Double Teamed Podcast. And if you need to see the twins to be able to tell their voices apart, you can listen and also watch them on their YouTube channel.